The Brandom Podcast. Welcome to The Brandom Podcast with Brandon Jones. You can find out more about me at Brandon Jones Radio on Facebook and Instagram. Or follow the band at BrandonJonesBand.com on Facebook and Instagram. What's Brandom anyway? Ladies and gentlemen, now the host of your show, Brandon Jones. What's up, everybody? It's been a while. Sorry, it's been a busy a couple of months, couple of weeks, but I am back and I am hooked up in a whole new way. <laughs> what I mean by that is, is, uh, in a few earlier podcast episodes. And if you follow me uh, on the radio station, on the roadhouse with Amy and Brandon or, or whatever, if you know me, then you know that me and my wife have been going through this situation called wanting to have a baby. Um, well, more so her than me, uh, but uh, I'm down, you know, and I love my wife more than anything in the world, and I'm not going to be the one that takes away the opportunity for her to have a child. I've got two kids, right? All that's in an earlier episode, all right? But here's the thing, is I have had a vasectomy, and I needed to get it reversed. And this last week, I went and got it reversed. Now, <laughs> This is how, you know, because in typical my life fashion, things don't work out normally. You know what I mean? It's not like, a uh, let's go to the local clinic or whatever and get that baby hooked up. No, locally it was $40,000 to get it done. But my wife got on the Google contrapture and found that there was a clinic in Utah, an amazing clinic, a male fertility clinic in Orem, Utah. I like suggest it. Uh, you could email me, Brandon, at catradio.com if you want to find out the details about it. But it was absolutely amazing. and uh, But that was only $3,000-ish or so. 3000 Obviously, there's taxes and stuff. But anyways, so we went and did that this last Thursday. So, of course, it's an event. You know, we took my mini Winnie that we use as our tour bus in the band and took my parents, my dog, my kids, and the reason being is because I got brothers that live around Salt Lake City. I got a brother that lives in American Fork, which isn't very far from Orm, Utah, where the clinic was. I've got another brother that lives in Clinton, Utah, which is about an hour north. And so it was kind of cool. We all took family photos. We're only missing one person out of the family, really. And that would be my oldest nephew, Parker, who's serving a mission for his church. My, my brothers are LDS. My family is LDS. So anyway. But we, uh, so I want to tell you uh, about the surgery. So this is going to take a graphic turn here pretty quick. All right. And we load up the family, everybody drive the 10 hours over to my brother's house in the mini Winnie. My mom isn't all that hip on traveling in the motorhome. It's kind of noisy. Got a dog that whines every time we slow down because she thinks she's going to get out and, uh, and play. And, uh, you know, but I wish she would have just embraced the uh, the motorhome life. But as we take this graphic turn, I go into the day of surgery. People were like, "Oh my gosh, Brandon, are you nervous? Are you nervous?" And I was kind of not. Really, I wasn't too nervous. I'm like, you know what? This is either going to work or it isn't. This is somebody else's hands. I often say this is in God's hands. Whether you're religious or not, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm, when I say that, I don't know if I necessarily mean it's in actual God's hands. You know, it's in somebody else's hands. I'm just kind of going through. You know what I mean? I'm the puppet. 
And uh, and so <laughs> let's go get this thing done. So we drive my brother Subaru down to the clinic and uh, get in for the the old visit. Show up at 10 a.m. and I walk into this beautiful facility. I mean, it was it was amazing. It was clean. The temperature was just right. The staff there were so welcoming and and friendly and helpful. Not only that, and this doesn't matter, but sometimes it kind of does. They were good looking. And actually, I kind of felt like I was walking into some sort of weird, like, it was just, like, I don't know. Is this some weird? I've watched porns that started out this way. I mean, I'm not saying I watch a lot of dirty movies. I don't. Uh, but I've seen them start this way. And I was like, this is weird, you know. And uh, the other thing, on a side note, separate from that one, they all looked a little young to be working at a male fraternity clinic. For, for turtle, for tur- you know what I'm saying? fertility there we go clinic and uh it was kind of weird because they didn't look um they looked in their early 20s at best and uh i don't know why but in my mind i'm like i feel like it should be older women or no women i don't know but it was like they they just uh i don't i don't know it was they were good looking girls a lot of them were married though and i mean like me so it's it's not like that i'm just saying if i was a man that was struggling with payronies or because they also deal with that there or if they were you know whatever kind of problem you're having down there and you show up to a clinic like that and you're like great i gotta show all these people my situation and uh anyway it'd be kind of crazy but it was very welcoming they were very knowledgeable so we walk in there fill out a little bit of paperwork they take me back to this waiting room with the wife the wife got to hang out in this waiting room now picture this it's a smaller room i'd say it's maybe six by by 10 foot 12 foot room you know and uh and there's a couch a reclining couch with a little fridge like a mini bar fridge if you will there's like a microwave and some snacks and stuff and it's and they're like we walk in they're like any snacks you want whatever you need just let us know there's a bathroom right across the hall very clean place and right across the room or on the other side of the wall is where the surgery for me is going to happen so my wife is right close you know what i mean and she's there there's a big tv on the wall it's got all the apps she can watch her netflix she can watch her whatever hulu's she watched gray's anatomy the whole time which i thought was kind of ironic watching a medical show while we're in there. But anyway, um, so she passes out watching that thing. I get some oral sedative stuff. I don't know what it was, but uh, I didn't feel a damn thing. You know, um, <laughs> so we walk in that room. He lays me on the table. There's a hot nurse in there helping him. He's in there. He's a good-looking dude to boot and uh, whatever, right? And uh, they, like, go. They like, He goes, he pulls my, he goes, here's a big reveal. And he just, like, throws my hospital gown up to my nakedness down there, my junk, my downtown bonanza. And and, and and I'm like, well, I guess, you know, whatever. So I start asking them about how they got into this situation, about their career field and stuff like that, because that's the kind of person I am. And uh, the, the, the doctor himself said he was, a, like, an ER surgeon, I believe, 
Mind you, I'm all hopped up on meds, and he was an ER surgeon, and uh, that he kind of worked on you know that side of things, and he he didn't really want to work on the death side or the the the, the crisis side. He wanted to kind of bring life. He, he seen this opportunity and took it, and he's enjoyed it so far. the 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 lady that was helping him, the assistant, was once a receptionist who had worked her way up, I suppose, or maybe it was her demotion. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> but anyway. It uh, she they both go to bathing me um, down there, and I mean I've never been so clean. They use scrub brushes, soap. They're rolling the skin back. They're cleaning under my fuda, my fat upper dick area. They are around the sack. They are cleaning. I mean, it's so clean. It's got to be right because you don't want an infection. They got it very sterile, and then they put that whatever iodine or whatever that stuff is around it, so like no infections creeps in. I've also got like a net or a, a sheet in front of me a disposable sheet thing that's taped to my chest which actually was probably the most painful part was the tape that was to my belly and chest area with my hairs that was probably the more painful part out of the whole situation and uh even more painful than when they gave me the injections into my bean bag to numb it it worked man everything they did worked perfectly I would highly recommend if you need to go in for a reverse vasectomy or a vasectomy or whatever, it's worth a trip, man. Those people treated me really good. Um, but he said my left testicle is still got good swimmers in it. Everything's good there. And my right one, it'll get there. It's not doing too bad. Um, but for having a vasectomy, I mean, I got it after my son was born. He's 15, man. So that's like 14 years ago-ish, 13, 14 years ago, I got a vasectomy. And, uh, so he said, I'm looking pretty good. So I'm hoping, uh, in a few weeks, the wife will be ovulating and we'll be able to jump back up on it and, and get it done. And, uh, I'm kind of, kind of, I'm kind of excited, but I'm not like, man, I don't know, man. It just seems like it's a big decision bringing life into this world, you know? And, and, uh, and I guess we're doing it. This is just taking a lot more effort. And if this kid's not a doctor, or a famous musician, actor, actress, makes a lot of money. But me, not disappointed at all. I don't care what this kid does. I'm going to love it the same. But still, a little resentment. This kid better, you know, pay me back. Uh, <laughs> and listen, and do a lot of chores and stuff too. But anyways, there's a long road to go still, but the vasectomy story is that right now. A reverse vasectomy, possibly going to be you know conceiving a child before too long which is kind of wild to think about and it'll be the first one for my wife so i'm super excited for her also there's going to be a little change on how we do this podcast it's kind of another reason i've been hesitating to put out another episode here pretty soon is you're going to also be able to check my episode on the cowboy 104.7 fm and 920 am on uh black hills rapid city area and uh, you could tune into that on Saturdays from like 8 to noon. And I'm going to slide and make that also this podcast. And there's going to be a lot of random things we'll talk about. Headlines, could be news, could be local stuff. It could be interviews. I'd like to have musical interviews once a weekish or better. And, uh, and or maybe once a month maybe would be more realistic. And uh, just a lot of Black Hills musicians that are playing around. So it'll be kind of cool to to do all of that but uh but anyways stay tuned thanks for listening to my nut talk and uh you can also find on brandon jones radio facebook and instagram i was doing a nut log which i swear to god i put nut log 
whatever the two dots are, and it would change it to butt log as soon as I hit space. Why? I don't know, but extremely frustrating. Anyways, there's my nut, lo- my nut talk for the day. The Brandom Podcast. Hey, thanks for listening to The Brandom Podcast. You can always subscribe, follow, and please leave some comments. Also, share it on social media. Tag me in the post. Brandon Jones Radio on Facebook and Instagram. Got something you just gotta share with me? Hit me up on my email, brandon at catradio.com. That's B-R-A-N-D-O-N at K-A-T radio.com. And as always, we're looking for sponsors. Love you. Love you.